What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the podcast. It's all about Dunwoody, Georgia. I'm your host, Matt Weber. Um, with us today, we got the whole Lemonade Days crew. Show is brought to you by Village Orthodontics, who I'm sure, Hope, I'm sure that Village is going to be at the festival this year, Absolutely. right? He never misses. As always. Um, but yeah, so podcast is all about Dunwoody, Georgia. And who better to talk to than one of the, the main events at Dunwoody, Lemonade Days. Um, Hope, I guess do you want to give us a little brief history on where Lemonade Days came from and the storm and all of that stuff? Just yeah. in case anybody doesn't know what Lemonade Days is somehow. Um, yeah, there, I'm sure there are some people who don't, Maybe a few. Who don't know. Um, they'll be there this year. Yeah, they will. Um, so first of all, thank you for giving us this opportunity. Um, year three, I think, that we've been on At the- At least. So um, thank you very much for that. We certainly appreciate no it. So Lemonade Days um, actually began um, as a relief effort and um, an opportunity to assist those families who were really devastated by the tornado that came through in 1989. So this, from that very small beginning, um, and as a way to as a way to give back to the community and again to really assist those folks that were devastated and homes lost from the tornado it has grown and it is now the only fundraiser for the Dunwoody Preservation Trust so this is actually the 23rd consecutive year of the event um, the proceeds moving forward have gone to really assist the Dunwoody Preservation Trust in our mission to preserve the past to celebrate the present and to build for the future. Um, and Dunwoody has been, I think, a, a great recipient of those with the three different properties that we maintain uh, along with the cemeteries. So. And what are the three properties? The Johnson uh, Bannister? Yeah, the Cheeks Brills uh, Farmhouse is actually owned by the Dunwoody Preservation Trust. The um, Donaldson Bannister Farm, which is quite a gem, located on the corner of Vermac and Dunwoody Road is a city park. And the house itself is on the National Registry. So we assist the city by being caretakers. Our office is there. And it's also a public um, special event venue. So you can book your wedding, your rehearsal dinner. I might have booked my daughter's rehearsal dinner and had it at the farm last May. Um, in addition, we maintain three cemeteries um, in Dunwoody and then do a number of different programming. Um, History Alive is, happens every other month at the farm, and we bring in different elements of history, different folks to come in and talk about things. Um, there's been yoga at the farm. Um, I think we have a new, a new entry of game night. So it's yeah. constant, you know, activities that enrich our I think really enrich our neighborhood and, and keep Dunwoody really alive through the past, the present, and into the future. For sure. And it's a great place to go take pictures. If anybody's looking for family pictures, that Donaldson Bannister house has some really cool spots. It does. And I might have been there during the Christmas season photo session and suggested to one family in their attire, hey, shoot that at the barn. They're like, we did that last year. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, you know, I think that we, we look at, or I look at Lemonade Days as Dunwoody's country fair. It gives everybody in Dunwoody the opportunity to come out, 
fingers crossed on beautiful sunshine for five days. And it's, it's that, it's that event that it just makes people happy, whether you're riding the carnival rides or you're eating the beverage or drinking some beer, enjoying some rides. Mark's going to talk about our stage and Domity Idol. Jan's going to talk about our Domity authors. There's literally something for everyone. And I think the coolest thing now that I find is that it's something I call Lemonade Days Legacy. And it's now all those folks who grew up going to Lemonade Days, they never, they take their family. So it's, I, I think, become a very integral part of Dunwoody. People celebrate their birthdays. I'm trying to find who got engaged there so I can put that out. Um, but I think it's just, it's something that folks look forward to. It's an opportunity to make new friends, reconnect with old friends in a beautiful park. Again, fingers crossed in the sunshine. Yes, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's like a small town feel. It's like the parade. It's like a small town feel in our big city. You know? Yeah. yeah. And we're yeah. successful because everybody shows up because yeah. theoretically we should not be successful because we're inlaid in a park and nobody can see us. Most carnivals are drive by. But it's, yeah. you know, I can't stress enough how much we appreciate somebody showing up for us. Um, it, and everybody plays a part. You know, I say it takes a village and it and it does not just the Dunwoody Preservation Trust producing it, but it takes the community supporting it. It takes the churches the across volunteers. allowing for parking to be there. It takes the city park saying, yes, you can have your festival here. All the vendors that we work with. So it's. It's it's a pleasure to be a part of it, and for me, the, the my favorite thing is just walking around once the gates open and seeing those smiles on everybody's faces. Yep, and you've got all these volunteers. So, Mark, why don't you tell us about uh, Dunwoody Music? Um, or talk about you can talk about Dunwoody Music if you'd like. <laughs> Mark is from Dunwoody Music, but talk about the music in Dunwoody Shameless. and Dunwoody Idol, Battle of the Bands. Here's your little plug. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, yeah. So uh, we had a battle of the bands, I guess, with the the, the Dunwoody Nature Center hosted uh, a few weeks back. Um, and so the winner of those bands will be kind of featured um, kind of at the special spots. So I'll hit on that in a minute. Um, but yeah, we got music going like Thursday all the way through Sunday. Uh, Thursday, I think starting around six, we have um, the Peachtree Middle School Band showing up. Um, they're going to be playing, I guess, some jazz type stuff uh then uh dhs is actually going to make it out this year as well um so we've got like a, cool. a nice block of kind of school bands playing thursday evening um friday we've got um i guess uh some of the bands that played at the battle of the bands we have a uh, glider they're kind of a uh heavier kind of alt rock group um bart kind of is an indie band uh like kind of the yeah, indie such a broad word, but but I think people know what I mean when I say that. Um, and then Sister Ray, that says kind of some they they pull a lot from like kind of throwback like '80s kind of guitar bands and that kind of thing stuff like I don't know maybe the Smiths or Elvis Costello. Um, and then we have uh, last year's Dunwoody Idol winner uh, Maria Derisari. She's playing at seven. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, she I, I think she had a prom or something like that going on Saturday night. Uh, so she's going to be performing Friday night, but she'll be doing a full set. Um, so that music starts at 6 o'clock, um, and we'll be running until 10. So that should be a fun Friday evening. Um, and then Saturday, we've got uh, really like a pretty long day. I mean, the music gets going, I think, around um, 11, 15. 
Um, we have actually uh, a studio from kind of over in the Marietta, uh, Marietta area contacted me and asked about bringing some of their bands. So we've got uh, two uh, teen bands that are going to come at uh, 1 and 2 o'clock and play. Um, then uh, there's a spot we're trying to fill, so I don't know. I guess I might end up there making a little racket uh, somewhere around the 315 <laughs> area. Um, and then after that, uh, like around uh, 445, we have uh, Lapidus and Miles, which is actually um, uh, the rabbi over at Davis Academy has a group that he formed with, um, I guess, one of the singers from uh, Ebenezer Baptist Church, which is like MLK's church. And they've been like kind of touring around and um, I think using it as a sort of a a means to bridge gaps, I think, between, um, you know, I, I mean, there's always, I think, been a, a strong link between the uh, black and Jewish community. Uh, but I think that they, they're using their music kind of as a, a means to kind of express that. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, they, they've really got cool. a group that uh, that they're coming out to play with. I think that should be something kind of cool leading up to Dunwoody Idol at 6 o'clock. Um, and then we have at 7 after that, uh, Casey and the Kids, who were the winner of the Battle of the Bands this year, um, followed by Delonia, who was the crowd choice at the Battle of the Bands. And then last year's winner, uh, Midsummer Motel, who actually released an EP uh, recently, I guess. Uh, and, and they were on the Did they really? Yeah. Yeah, they came on the podcast. Yeah. So that, that should be a, a pretty banging evening of music. Uh, we've got a great group of singers this year. Like, I think just um, really, like, strong singers. Um, we got the band rehearsing right now. Um, and uh, let's see. And then Sunday... Um, oh yeah, yeah. I don't have that written down here, but, um, Sunday we have, uh, Dan and company coming out to, uh, do some dancing. And I think that was starting at noon. Isn't that right? Hope. Yeah. 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 So yeah, they're coming out. They're going to have some, uh, some dancing displays kind of going on, uh, from noon until three. And then, uh, Sandy Springs music is bringing out some of their, uh, their young musicians to perform. And, uh, and then also the teachers, from Sandy Springs Music are going to put on a show after that. Um, kind of. So it's like all the locals. You've got all different age groups all the way through. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, different religions. Everybody coming together to play their music. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's what music's about. I think like um, that's cool. As much as you know, we all like you know dissent and unrest among the people. You know, like <laughs> I guess we can <laughs> we can lay it down for one day. So. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, so it should be a, a good time. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, all the musicians are, and I think it's indicative of, um, you know, at, at least as far as uh, noisy stage type bands and, and school programs, you know, what's going on musically within the community. So that's, uh, I don't know, it's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you who don't know what Dunwoody Idol is, tell, tell us a little bit about Dunwoody Idol and like where those ladies came from. And um, Yeah. So uh, Dunwoody Idol is like a singing contest. I think this is the seventh or eighth yes yeah year that we've done it and um so what we do is like uh in the uh late winter i guess we we do like an audition day and singers come out and they just do like a little solo audition either with an instrument or um some some perform acapella or bring a track or some sometimes have an accompanist come with them and they sing whatever uh we do a little bit of judging and we pick 10 finalists and then they come and they perform at lemonade days uh with the band that we bring in uh, all the kids that are selected get to pick a song 
and uh, the band will learn that. And then uh, we get up there, we put on a show. Um, of course, uh, you, Matt Weber, are the the MC. Uh, yeah, and you gave this. me a <laughs> you gave me a list of a lot of names that are going to be hard to pronounce too. So yeah. I appreciate that again, Mark. Yeah, yeah. It's a, <laughs> Always do my part. So, um, yeah. But yeah. So, uh, so that's that's kind of what it is. You know, uh, we, we've got a little bit of a competitive element. Um, we we have some judges that come and uh, you know kind of choose uh, the singer. I think that they feel put on the strongest all around performance, um, which is always you know set firmly in the realm of subjectivity. But um, but we try to find yeah. judges that uh, you know I, I think understand the the performance medium pretty well. Um, and Maria won last year. She did an awesome job. And she, uh, thanks for putting that together because she joined us at the parade, at the parade festival. So the winner of Done We Idol this year, I think that's how we're going to do it going on, is the winner gets to play or gets to sing at the festival after the parade. Yeah. She really she really enjoyed it last year. So if they want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Please tell them they can. Um, and I want to add really quick, too, that along with a Done We Idol winner, there's a crowd favorite. Yeah. And at first, so... Everybody gets to be a part of that. So contestant, you know, there's still an opportunity. They got to bring their friends, bring their family, whatever, um, to make sure that they pack it in and they can get that vote as well. Yeah, there was a few of them rolling deep last year. Yeah. For sure. It was awesome. Whole, it was awesome. Half the crowd was with one of them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to start putting up. But you, that's a good turnout. You, you brought a lot of people last year. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you have an estimate, but there had to have been 500 people there. I mean, there was, it was a lot. And I think it, you know, it grows every year and every year, you know, a little something else is added. Thank you very much for the opportunity for the winner to sing the anthem parade and actually have their own entry. But um, it's just, I, I love Dunwoody Idol because from the beginning it was, it was kudos to Mark. It was his brainchild. And I feel like, you know, along with Domini Preservation Trust giving back to the community, a big part of that was to really spotlight the community and what better way than local talent and artists and to give those, those young adults the opportunity to be on that big stage in front of 500 people and give it and, and give it all that they have is just, you know, for me makes, you know, makes me very proud that GPT has given that. And, you know, it's all Mark every year. He works so hard to make this happen, and it doesn't just happen. And the lineup he's got this year, amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it was cool because it was kids from all different schools. There was middle school, elementary school. Or I think there was elementary, maybe middle school. But, you know, they were from the private schools, the public schools. It was everybody from around Dunwoody. Yeah. I, I thought it was really, really cool. So thanks for letting me be part of it again. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for being a part. Like, uh, yeah, I think you always kill it with the, the MCing, so, so it's a good time. It's fun. Yeah. And I, I have my favorite, too, that I get a picture with afterwards. <laughs> oh, oh, so, when, oh. so when they become famous, yeah, the yeah. MC's favorite. So when they become famous, I get, like, a little autograph and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so Jan, you did, I guess, last year was your first Dunwee Authors Tent. Is that right? Oh, no, we've been doing it for five years. So You've been um, doing it for five years? Okay. Kathy Florence started it you know from Dunwoody Cryer and then yeah. she um she handed it over to Kathy Manos Penn for a year mm-hmm. and then just before COVID I think um or the year before COVID I I took over okay. so I've been doing it probably three years but then we had COVID COVID in between so we didn't do it I don't think for two years 
the, the books the bookstore but then we did it last year again and and now this is i don't know fifth year probably and um and this year we have 21 authors so we're really delighted about that and um over various genres i mean mostly it's fiction but we do have a couple of non well actually one two three three um non-fiction people and um yeah it's 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 gonna be exciting we've got children's books um and including YA, and I'll mention some of the authors, Sherry Ellis, Laura Weiner, Andrea Lane, and Jenny Guberman. Um, Jenny is an older author. We're all older authors, actually, but um, <laughs> Jenny's quite amazing. She wrote her first book when she was about 70, but she's doing really oh, wow. well, so that's really good. Um, Sherry Ellis, actually, is a musician as well, and, and as is Mike Shaw, who's um, written a book on The Musician, and um, it's literary fiction. And there's one other person that's a musician. Oh yeah, new this year, I haven't met her yet. Her name's Fatima Jackson and she's faith-based. And um, so we're looking forward to seeing those new authors as well as some returning authors. We have books on sports, suspense, thrillers. Um, David Rabin has written um, a thriller and other suspense writers, Marilyn Barron, she writes suspense and also romance. And then uh, one of my favourite people who's also getting a mention here is Cathy Desjardins, who actually has done all our amazing flyers, which I have some of them here. And um, she's designed all of them and uh, they get to be posters on the booth. So every author brings um, about 10 or 20 copies, depending on how many books they've got, to the booth. and um, we try to sell them for the for the authors. The authors do make a donation to the Dunwoody Preservation Trust, and um, and we just have a fun time with all our authors. Many of them come from Atlanta Atlanta's sorry, Atlanta Writers Club, um, and actually I've got the president of the club with his books this year, and his wife Kim Conry. The president is George Weinstein plus several other um, authors who I'm not sure if I can mention everybody. Um, Kay Pascal has a book on parenting. Brad Shahays um, has a book um, on the uh, 150 years of the Braves and um, his father, I think, or it might have been his grandfather, what also um, he's written his story. He was um, Brad Shahays, I believe that was his name and uh, he's written King of the Southern Diamond. Um, we have Southern Charm by Catherine Nichols and Sophia Alexander, who writes Family Saga. Southern Gothic, Gothics, Sophia Alexander also does. And um, yeah, a whole host of people, science fiction, fantasy, and um, there's a book on New Zealand actually, which is close to my heart, because that's where my daughter is. So um, I'll definitely yeah. be buying yeah. that book. <laughs> And um, who have I missed? Um, you. you. Oh, me. oh, yeah, me. <laughs> um, yeah, my book's um, history. Um, so um, my mother was a codebreaker at Bletchley Park during World War II. So I've written her story. It's something I had to find out about. So it took me eight years to write. And um, I've now published actually three books um, around that World War II subject. Um, one was my, about my mother. Another one was about Janice Martin Benario, who... I tracked down. She worked, She was born in Baltimore, worked in 
Washington, and fortunately for me, lived in Atlanta. So I was able to get her story as a basis for my research on my mother's book. It took about 10 years to do all of that. Probably the first time I met Mark, actually, I probably didn't know anything about that because that was 10 years ago. Do you remember when we were doing the Already Taken with the Haiti family and everybody, that group then? Mm-hmm. That's because I live opposite Haiti. So yeah. We met yeah. a couple of times then. And um, and then uh, my father was also a Far East prisoner of war in Singapore. My voice is giving out now. <clears throat> and so, um, so I have three books. Um, one on my mother, one on Janice Martin Benario from Decatur, and one on my father. And I don't know if I'm going to do any more. I'd like to, but it, they take up a lot of time. So, I didn't realize that's who you were. I know the Codebreaker book. You do? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody mm-hmm. was telling me about that the other day. Yeah. Maybe Very hope. cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was somebody else. Oh, yeah. That's I know really... people People know I was in the choir. Sorry, my voice is going. Yeah, that's really cool. <clears throat> All right, Hope. Well, is there anything else that you want to talk about? Yeah, I just uh, let, let me first say thank you so much, Dan, because this is this is something she took on and she's run with it. And it's just it's a beautiful, wonderful addition to the festival. And she works so hard to bring these authors. And to be honest, I she's asking for more space and I couldn't even give it to her this year because <laughs> It's taken off so much, and we've got a wait list. So, Jan, I'm hoping to give you three tenths next year. So keep keep doing it. But thank you very much for all the hard work you put in, and I look forward to meeting all those authors and getting me some signed copies. Your code breakers were Christmas presents to my family this year, signed. So thank you very much. Um, yeah, just a quick overview of the dates and times and. Uh, so it is April 19th, it begins Wednesday, April 19th, um, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the hours are 4 to 10. Um, Saturday, the 22nd, we are looking at the big day, as I like to call it, 10 to 10, and then Sunday noon to 6. So parking is uh, uh, across the street, all three of the Amazing churches across the street are welcoming, welcoming parking. Some are paid, some are not. Um, in addition, there may be some opportunity in the back of the park um, to park. And I've been saying the word park, but I haven't said what that park is. So is at Brook Run Park, located next to Peachtree Middle School on North Peachtree. The parking at the school is also available. Of course, everything is on a first come first. Um, I do want to mention that there is a full schedule of events because we have, as Jana said and Mark has said, so many things happening. You know, please go to our website, lemonade.com. You can see a complete listing of all of the events happening in the band schedule. Um, there's a separate tab for that, Dumbity Idol slash Dumbity Authors and Friends. We've loaded up an entire schedule so that you don't miss your favorite author and when they're going to be there to sign. And then we have a couple of new things happening this year. We began an honorary Miss Lemonade Day last year, which uh, was really my attempt to honor those, those ladies who really began the festival, who have poured their heart and soul into the Dunwoody Preservation Trust. So last year, 
uh, a DPT founding member and actually one of the founders of the festival. Queenie Ross was honored as Miss Lemonade Days. Yes, they get a crown. There is a small lemon hot glued on it. There's a sash. Um, it's just a really, I think, great way to make somebody feel good about what they've done give others the opportunity so last year i think in our first year we didn't quite realize what was going to happen when we crowned queenie because every little girl there wanted a picture with her so this year we have honored kathy florence who um again one of the founding members of the festival of the dunwoody preservation trust she is our 2020 honorary Miss Lemonade Days. Um, we have actually decided to put up a little area. Uh, we've got a super cool little throne, a backdrop, honorary Miss Lemonade Days. While she will walk the crowd when she's there, you can get your picture with her. And then a wonderful organization, Cosplay Volunteers, reached out. And I think, Matt, you said you had some of their characters at the 4th of July yep. raid. I'm super excited. Uh, because we have some characters that are volunteering their time just to bring joy to others there. Uh, we've got Rapunzel will be there. We've got um, Elsa from Frozen. I don't know if she sings, but you don't want me singing in her place. I'll tell you that. <laughs> um, but I, I just love that it's another opportunity to bring some sunshine, bring some smiles and I love that people just reach out to me and say, we want to do something. How can we participate? So if you'll check yeah. the website um, for full schedule and events. And, and lastly, I want to say thank you so much to the city of Dunwoody and to Discover Dunwoody and especially to the police department because I say it takes a village and we have an amazing village. We're a Dunwoody signature event. It is because of the city and really their support and putting us on their <laughs> website and you know sharing all of our social media discover Dunwoody has been very gracious we uh, have an opportunity we uh, have a full page ad in the Atlanta parent magazine They're in partnership with us and they assisted me with that because we are a nonprofit and we don't have that in our wheelhouse um, don't have everything on our wheelhouse and we rely on the kindness of others and the Dunwoody Police Department are is what everybody safe and donate their time and energy and effort. Um, and I just want to say thank you so much to all the organizations, vendors, the city, anyone that has anything to do with it, because it is truly a collective effort. And half uh, of the Dunwoody Preservation Trust, thank you so much for letting us bring this to the city. And thank you for having yeah. us today, Matt. No problem. You got a cool t-shirt this year? Oh my God. I'm who, so who did the t-shirt? That's, that's my favorite part. I did. And I have to say, you know, when I began, this is my eighth year producing, and I couldn't do everything the first year. And so the one thing I wanted to do is, you know, part of what I've has been my mission is to incorporate as many as many elements of the community. So Jan brings that with the authors. Mark does that with Don't Idol. And so I, I, I had this passion that I wanted our festival logo every year to come from the people middle school because we are right in the hood like they are right yeah. there and they are one of our biggest supporters so amazing art teacher molly newton and if it were not for her we could do this so i reached out uh, the second year i produced and said look i have this idea i'd really love 
to get your art students to do whatever they feel is a cool logo and we'll come in and we'll just, and that'll be it. And so we've been doing that. This is the seventh year. It, the first time I, I, I don't, you know, of course I'd have been happy that we had maybe 80 entries and it was maybe just to art students. Now, anybody in the school, 300 entries we have been judging for the past three years. And so this year is a, honestly a little bit of a departure. And uh, it's kind of hard to pick the logo because we're looking at 300 entries. So it's been, it's been a bit of a process. You know, we go in on a certain Thursday in February, we lay 300 out. I've got a couple DPT members. This year we actually had... Uh, Ms. Uh, Ms. Perez, the Peachtree Middle School principal, participate. Um, a staff member. So it's 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 kind of it's a serious business, you know, when you're picking art for a T-shirt that that you're doing the right thing and everybody feels like they they've had a part in it. So we we were able to whittle it down. We have three different logos represented, and the front is actually super cool, big T-shirt. Um, red and it's got a bike on it and then we've got a super cool Dunwoody Preservation Trust. If I had it I would hang I would hold it up and show you. But I get to pick them up in an hour. And so look at the website. Red is a new new color for us. Yeah. Um, and every year Well they're like collectors items. You gotta have like your, well, your shirt every year, right? It's they, like the Peachtree Road Race. Yes, yeah, funny you say that because we're now producing a poster, wait for it, of the festival logo. So this year and moving forward, you you can either purchase a t-shirt for 20 bucks, a poster for 20 bucks, or you can purchase both for 40. So I'm super excited about that. I'm hoping, uh, I think it's something that had been done in the past and I'm a little slow to the gate. I don't know why I didn't see that in the past eight years. Thank you someone for bringing that to my attention. Um, so hopefully that's something that I know that so check the website. It's being all loaded today. You'll see that T-shirt. You can purchase yours on site. Um, I do want to mention that the wristbands, um, we do have family night on Thursday, on Wednesday and Thursday for $20. And then uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the wristbands are $30. And they are one-day wristbands. Um, so be sure and come out. Um, everyone's set and ready we're in we're ready to open those gates on wednesday at four o'clock i always say my job is done i set us up for success and then i just get to enjoy the the next five days and and let all the other people just handle all the issues that's yeah. how the parade is kind of it's like you can only do what you can do and yeah. then once it starts going it's over yeah you know <laughs> like i said i it's, it takes a village and i get us to the starting gate and then we open those doors and the horses are off take care of itself exactly well cool well thanks for uh joining me everybody this was fun Thank and you. um can't wait that's the 19th through the 23rd okay thanks thanks matt see you thanks see you <laughs>